If you're listening to this on Spotify, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, The Plowcast, where there is a video version of this episode, as well as all of our other videos, like reactions and our shorter content. And if you'd rather continue to listen here on Spotify, then enjoy the episode. What is up? And welcome back, everybody, to another in-depth review of The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 6, Decommissioned. If you haven't already... Check out our reaction. We have a lot in there, and we're just going to dive into everything we saw, everything we picked up on right now. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we always talk a little bit at the end of the reactions, but these are usually um, expanded upon in, this, in these videos here, as long, along with additional stuff. So um, Now, usually we start off with like older stuff, but I kind of want to hold that off for a little bit because uh, we got some new characters we could talk about here. Um, First off, some old, some not old characters, but characters we already know. Um, You were saying that, like, and I thought it too, like, we, I really liked Omega in this episode. Thought she was really well done. Um, She, the whole arc, the little arc with her and the bow, like, struggling at first, and then she learns and, like, Tune, tune out distractions, and at the end, she's just bang, 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 yep. knocking down droids. Um, I thought that was awesome. No, she, her whole thing, like everything about Omega, I enjoyed. Even the part when she's in distress about to get Toy Story 3, <laughs> I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm about to cry. Like, this is insane. And I think that I was, I was looking back on it, that says more about just this episode. Like, they've been building her up every episode, and it shows. When they put her in a situation like that, I'm nervous. Like, I don't want anything to happen to her. <laughs> yeah, um, right? Stay away yeah, from her. Exactly. But seeing, like, she's all right, and then she gets up. Again, she's using that bow like, it, like it's nothing. Um, that's awesome. Just seeing her grow up, mature, learn the little, little things, you know, that she needs yeah. to, to survive. And, yeah, that, oh, that bow in general, too, I wanted to talk about. Honestly, really oh, yeah, cool yeah. design. It like pops out and like ooh, and the sound design on the on the arrows of that is really cool. It's like crunch, yeah, yeah. Everything um, about that. I hope I hope that's like her thing. Like that's her yeah. bow. Like she's the bow girl. Like Ezra with this little yeah. little slingshot. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, that's all. Yeah, she's really um she, along with like learning about the world and the universe, she's coming like an actual member of the team. Um, she's mm-hmm. got she got the com link a couple episodes ago or last episode or whatever. Um, we saw her designing what her own Bad Batch, you know, suit of suit of armor would look like. Um, she she's been using the com. She went for, right after the droid head when she saw it. Like she saw the tactical droid on the bell. She's like, I'm on it. Um, you know, she was working yep. with the team. Like we said with the bow, she was you know starting to use that. And like she was legit like fighting the fighting off the security droids with them, which is really cool. Yeah, she's the, not like dead weight yeah. or anything. She's part of the squad. <laughs> yeah, um, I hope we get more and more of that. Uh, I hope eventually we get to put, she gets her own her own gear. Yeah, you know, like her own set. I feel like they're definitely foreshadowing that with the uh, little doll. We got to see it. Cool. Everything in there is is intentional. You know, there's no way that's just there for whatever. I feel like they yeah. gotta be leading to something. Um, speaking of that, uh, about her little moment with learning how to use the bow. Um, I thought there was a little kind of a cool moment uh, with Echo. He um, at the beginning, he's kind of the one that's like coaching her when she's using the bow. She's like, "I got it," and she he's like, "Yeah, three out of 12, which is not very good. Yeah. Um, well, I thought it was a little 
cool moment about he he was talking about distractions because he had the drunk guys in the bar behind them yelling everybody's talking sid was there so she was just focusing all that and at the end when she's you know like just cross mapping these losers like left and right she's like yeah i've i tuned out distractions so like a cool little teaching moment where she's like picking things up from each of the members absolutely yeah at speaking of little moments with omega her and wrecker uh, uh i thought maybe i'm getting into st- prematurely but wrecker his whole good soldiers follow orders good soldiers we'll, follow we'll talk orders. about that more in a second yeah but, but i just speak on omega how kind of she was the voice that kind of he's like snap out of it i don't think that's an accident i think omega is kind of like like this is like the bad batch is a crew they don't kind of need that extra little thing to keep them together but i mean Omega kind of is the glue. Like she's bringing everyone <laughs> together. Everyone cares for her. Maybe in Crosshair's absence, they need someone else. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, just the fact that like like Hunter and no one else was saying, "Hey, Wrecker, we need you." It's Omega saying, "Or Wrecker, we need you." Like snap out of it. Yeah, and it, get it up, man. I think that yeah. was another testament to how important Omega's becoming to the Bad Batch family. Yeah, we we both noticed that right away when it happened, and I I, I don't think it's like accidental the timing yeah um, but at the same time it could just be like she was talking when he got up but that's less interesting it's very I don't, subtle. I don't, yeah 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 um speaking of all all of the members um there was that one we were talking about echo i it just makes me think of that little that joke um <laughs> i i don't know why joke. i found that so funny but that's like the best joke in the show so far with uh easily with, like Trace is like, we need a distraction. And Rafa's like, what we need is a distraction. And then and then Trace is like, is there an echo in here? He just walks up, yes. Yes. <laughs> Way so casually, just, yep, that's me. <laughs> he pops right in, like he didn't yeah. get the joke. Like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a funny, I love um, that. kind of makes you think about how most of the clones, their names aren't really, like, regular, since they don't have parents that, like, rate, give them a, a, like, a, I guess, a person name. You know, and they get raised and, you know, they go like, like Steve or Bob or whatever. Um, they usually get mm-hmm. their names based on uh, a trait about them. Echo's name is Echo because he was always the one in Domino Squad who was, we have to stick to the orders. Do you guys know no. the orders? This is what the orders were. And they called him Echo because he kept repeating the orders to them, um, which really is, <sighs> is kind of cool because, you don't, you know, you don't think about how other people might see that from an outside perspective. Like, what well, your name is Echo. Your name is what is it like you know stuff like that (laughs) yeah yep Um, no that was that was a great moment yeah i saw a video online and it was like (laughs) one of the comments dude they've been waiting nine years (laughs) (laughs) they definitely have oh yeah no they found the perfect moment to do it (laughs) um you were talking about wrecker i think we can move on to that now what wrecker is going to uh I believe he's going to turn on the um the conveyor belt again or to shut down the security i forget exactly what he's doing but he goes he jumps across a gap over this this smoldering pit grabs onto a hook you know swings himself over bam head right into the wall right into the control panel um one of his worst one of his worst head hits yet i'd say um this this time it wasn't just a little owl and he gets up and walks away. This time he oh. he goes full like he gets he collapses essentially and he his mind just can't 
He's fighting it. He's and you can hear him say, "Good soldiers," and then he doesn't finish <sighs> it. But but still, you know that's there. It's just ugh, it just hurts to see. Um, he also heard. Yeah, he also heard Crosshair saying it at from episode one, um, which means it's still in there in his head, you know, the whole time. Uh, but that that I feel like we're gonna get something else big with that soon. That's the biggest. That's the biggest head thing. It's been leading up to right about there. Um, yeah, and I think we'll see more of it from here on. I was gonna say I st- I still think or I think it's still going up. Like I think we're gonna have another moment. Yeah. That, um, I think. When I was thinking about this, like, for Wrecker, like, in general, I feel like it's not abnormal for him to just be smacking his head. <laughs> He's a guy like, cool, head a droid, no problem. But with the Order 66, like, laying underneath, laying in the background, like, he's he's like, oh, my head hurts. Like, that's usually not the deal. And then, yeah. like, oh, good. Like, it's not him is what I'm trying to say. Like, all these things are bringing out the the order inside of him. Like he's hearing crosshairs type talk to him. Like, ooh. But the fact that again Omega was snapped him back into into Wrecker, no longer the soldier following orders, back to Wrecker. Like, that was cool. I I don't know if like they'll be able to do that again. Um because yeah, you can already kind of, kind of tell step, you know. Yeah. Uh, like Wrecker was was kinda already like, oh like what's going on? Like he's already fighting off the order, um, and has been. So he was able to snap out, but I feel like, hey, if like I don't know, crosshair pistol whips him in the head, like he might just oh. boom. There's no coming back. Like he's like if he gets one more bad knock, I think it's gonna be hard to bring him back. Which is something I don't want, by the way. <laughs> I need too funny. He works too well with tech and omega, so I hope it doesn't happen. Beast. But like you're saying, I feel like it's on the way. I feel like <laughs> there's a certain amount of dread I say that with, but I feel like we might see another another flip sides yeah i mean it's at this point it's like it's just ticking clock until eventually you know it becomes too much um i'm surprised though he hasn't like said anything yet he goes up to tech he's like hey my head keeps like i keep hearing like especially after that hearing what happened to crosshair and knowing what where he is now you'd think that a priority would be guys i'm losing my mind here what is happening um dude especially he heard crosshair like yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so you would think maybe next episode we'll see that yeah. yeah okay that's a really good point i didn't even think of- yeah and yep. we know he knows that it's not crosshair's fault because they had that conversation a couple episodes he's like wait so crosshair yeah. doesn't want to kill us actually <laughs> so he knows that yeah. you know something's up and if he's hearing crosshair yeah. in his head say the same thing that he's about to say then i, th- I feel like once he you know, Not gets good. out of it. He wants to. He should probably go tell somebody. Um, but but yeah. at the same time, does he even remember? Is it like just you're not in your own conscious Ooh. while that's happening? You know, because wow. for all he yeah, knows, he, he hits his head. Out. Yeah, blacks out, wakes up. He's like, okay, I'm coming. You know, so that's, it could have been. He, he, that's he, scary. He could have no idea. Oh, so then, do you think Crosshair has been blacked out this whole time, or just going that's through the motions? Kind of like a zombie, like that's not really crosshair. Yeah. Huh. I mean, maybe that's um, something to speculate on. That way, like maybe if he does, yeah, crosshairs wasn't like blunt force trauma though. So uh-huh. and it, he's full converted. So I feel like he's he's conscious, but he's okay. You know, but because with records like getting bonked in the head, you're out. That happens while yeah. you're out, and then you wake up. 
because he didn't but he I, didn't fully you know i could turn. also see like like when they hopefully <laughs> i say when if they get crosshair back take out his chip i could see him being like oh like what did i do like like maybe he has faint recognition but like uh, his personality like crosshair in general is like absent and i feel like it's the order 66 taking over yeah. i think or that is it a compelling thing is it like the winter soldier where he remembers everything where he, he remembers knows, all the people another winter soldier parallel <laughs> look at this all right. disney copies disney <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though i didn't that's something yeah. i never thought about yeah um Last little bit on Wrecker, kind of anticlimactic for the Wrecker section, but I thought it was cool that they mm. brought back his fear of heights, um, which we saw in the season right. seven Bad Batch arc. Um, yeah, he you looks up that. at the ladder and it's like stretching, and he's like, "Um, no, please." <laughs> and he looked, don't look down into like the fiery pit. Um, but it's That's cool funny. to cool that they remember that stuff and they they they're keeping it in the universe. Um, last thing I had about. Our our main uh, group of heroes. Um, I thought it was kind of cool that Hunter ended up giving Trace and Rafa the um, the copy of the data from the tactical droid um, because you know he knows it's. I guess he felt like it was the right thing. You know, Trace and Rafa and whatever this group that they're in is, which we'll talk about later, is fighting the Empire. Um, and he he felt like once once he heard them talk about how we were going to use that information to help people, he's like, well, I feel like I feel like kind of a jerk now. I feel like they should you know. They should get something out of this to maybe help some people because at this point he doesn't none of them know like what they are he said everything was simpler when we were soldiers he they have no yeah. they really have no place in in the universe right now they're wanted they're on the run they're not being used as an army again so you know these like where, where do we go from here what do we do um and i hope they kind of expand on that a little bit more because if it's just kind of them just whatever rolling with it just doing whatever I feel like it won't be as interesting as them having a conversation or like moral dilemmas about what what are we what are, what are we supposed to do now like the war's over we're wanted what what happens from here absolutely and i think this um like little acts well it might seem small he's just like yeah you, you guys can have it like it, you might just say oh they helped him out they helped save omega so he's just helping them back but i think it speaks more to what you're saying where you know hunter's trying to like almost an existential crisis like what do i do like he's been on the run kind of just running from the empire just because for survival but now we see him no he's giving data over to strangers to them um because he thinks it'll help the people like his heart is in the right place and we see that in his action um yeah. which is cool because it, it could like you could easily understand if he's just like no like we're just going to stick to ourselves we're just going to help out the clones like just us against the but now he's like, oh, a rebellion? Yeah, let me let me help them out and let me let me try to do some good in the universe, which is yeah. awesome. I think we've always kind of known, you know, Hunter and the Bad Batch, good guy, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but now we see like a little act like again, these are strangers to them. He has for no reason should he have done that, except like benevolence, like he's trying to help out, which is really cool. Yeah. I like that. I think that'll be interesting to follow with maybe you know, some conflict where maybe someone like Echo or or Tekker think it like we're we're on the run. We need to watch out for each other. You know, we're a team. We're a family. Yeah. But then you have someone like Hunter who's like, yes, but we need to. I feel like it's our job to protect people or to help or to do whatever we can. 
for this rebellion. And it's like they're butting heads about, you know, is it just yeah. keep the family safe or do the bigger thing and try to help people? Yeah. And I, I think that's a compelling like storyline because both sides are viable. Like, I could like find myself choosing either. Or. Like, I think that'd be hopefully they do. I don't know how much yeah. they will go into it. Um, but yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Speaking of Trace and Rafa, who Hunter gave the, the data to, um, they are back. That's <laughs> got to be the least. That's oh, the thing man. that was like literally the last on my mind for what what they could bring Dude. into the show. Um, yeah. Like, I get I, I don't even really. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, like, sure. <laughs> I guess if we got a little bit more, because we don't know why they're on Corellia, we don't know how they like, you know, what's up with this. Well, which we'll get into later with the whole rebellion or whatever they're a part of. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Honestly, though, I didn't dislike them. I mean, I didn't think they were like great or the best part of the episode, but I I thought they were fine. I thought them being there added to my experience. Um, yeah, which I guess means like they. It's possible that they're better in smaller doses because the four episode arc of Clone Wars is what people did not like them from. Uh, but, you know, I, I liked them a lot more than I thought I would right from seeing. Like, because when I saw, I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, as it went, I, I thought it, they, they worked well together with the Bad Batch, little back and forth, making clone, you know, just joking around and stuff like that. I, 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 I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I know at, multiple times during the reaction, I participated in saying, yeah, Rafa dies here. Let's go. <laughs> Omega should kill Rafa. Please just shoot her right now. <laughs> As in, yeah. However, however, I do agree with you. Um, especially I wanted to harp on um, Rafa and Hunter. Their little interchange, you said it, where he's like shooting around her, and then she shoots the droid behind him. That was really cool. And, oh, what you said about small doses, 100% correct. If I had one episode of them from Clone Wars, I don't think I would have disliked them at all. Like, they're fine. They're yeah. just, like, normal people in the galaxy trying to make some money. You know, um, Trace wants to buy a starship, get off Coruscant or whatever. That's fine. That's all cool motivations. for. But we, we talked about it in the reaction. When you put four episodes of them <laughs> between a Bad Batch arc and the Seeds of Mandalore arc, I'm sorry, I'm gonna dislike them like crazy. They're gonna be my <laughs> least favorite arc of the whole, which is unfortunate because in and of themselves they're fine. Like this episode, no problems. In fact, I enjoyed seeing them. Kind of like, oh, it's them again. Oh wait, I kind of like them. Like, oh, this is kind of cool. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this unfortunate circumstance for them is kind of weird. They brought them back, but perfectly okay in my book yeah so yeah like they they weren't as bad as as people thought and honestly they weren't even really that bad in their own arc it was just the amount of time that we spent with them was like they they kind of overstayed their welcome uh to yes anyway, to a lot of people it yes. seems like um but i think the more interesting part of their story is who they're supposedly working for uh -huh. um at the end we see that we see them talking to a hologram of somebody uh, that they got the data for, you know, whatever their their plan is here. Um, and I I'm interested in what this could be. Is this we were talking to could that be Bail Organa or could that be Ahsoka or Captain Rex or just, you know, 
pre-rebellion. So not full rebellion, not like let's take down the empire, but more of let's try to help as many people as we can who are suffering because of the empire. Um, and if we if we see the beginnings of that in the universe throughout the show, I think that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, I've seen me and you both were like, oh, Bail Organa, like full stop. Because um, that is like, I, I think that makes the most sense to me. He is the leader of the early or pre-rebellion, like you were saying. Um, like in episode three, we see him starting a rebellion. So I think that would make a lot of sense. It might be weird to kind of push him into this show. Maybe the Bad Batch link up with him and the rebellion later on, like episode, I don't know, second episode from the end, which could be cool. Um, I've also seen Obi-Wan, uh, speculation like that. I don't think that's correct. I think that's he's already on very, yeah, I think that's very hammered in, um, because of like, that makes no sense to Obi-Wan's character. He is protecting Luke. He's on Tatooine. That's what he's doing. He wouldn't be trying to start up a rebellion. In fact, he doesn't get into the rebellion into a new hope. That's another one I saw. Um, Ahsoka is another one. I don't think it looks like Ahsoka's... Maybe she's just wearing a robe. But why Ahsoka would be compelling... I mean, you caught on R7. Um, mm-hmm. Her droid. We could talk on that, too, because I think the droid kind of switched. Yeah, I had some <laughs> um, of that Colors yeah. mid-episode. So we'll get into that. But, yeah, those are the three characters I saw, like, online and, and what we thought. Right. And who knows? It could be a, a new character altogether. But my money is on Bail Organa. Hopefully they don't... Again, I... These returning characters, Bail Organa is cool. I like him, but do I want him to have his own episode? Not really. No, no. Um, if they if they next episode, not even next episode, later on, they can just show me Bail Organa because they kind of teased it. They didn't show who it was. If I just yeah. see who it is, cool. That's kind of all I want out of this. Yeah, I think the more interesting part is what the what that person would actually represent, not the person itself. Yeah, Bail Organa would be cool, but yeah. that would mean it's some sort of rebellion or, you know, fighting cause that we that we see people, characters that we know, like Trace and Rafa are already getting involved in. I don't think it's Rex. I Rex at this point uh, Rex too I does not want would probably not want anything to do with a, an, another war. Mm-hmm. Um he I he would want to just be on his own or, you know, just not <sighs> not a part of this at all. Um, cause he doesn't really even want to get involved until later on, way later on mm-hmm. from here. Um, cause he's the, the, right now we're still, the clones still even look the same. So like, it's not even like they've aged that much. Um, I don't think it's Ahsoka either. Um, cause we know she's, it could be though, as more hype for her show. Um, yeah. but I think at that point that's, Plus, that's too close to the Clone Wars for me. I think once you cross that yeah. That's just making it Clone Wars 2.0, which is what everybody joked about, but like as a joke. Nobody actually wanted this to be more, you know, if they made more Clone Wars as Clone Wars, then yes, but not, let's make this new Bad Batch show, and then they just use it as Clone Wars. I think if Mm -hmm. it's Ahsoka, and if it, even if it, if it is, and it's a couple seconds, we don't even hear her talk, we just see her or something, okay, whatever. But if they go to the point of having her be a character in the show, I feel like that's just a little too far. Yeah. So my money's mm-hmm. on Bail Organa or somebody else. Anything else here before we move on to some episode, you know, little details? Anything you got about who that could be or Trace Rafa, Bad Batch, anything? Oh, I did want to say just more on the Ahsoka thing. Um, she already knows Trace and Rafa. 
So she would already be or already has been in correspondence with them. And it might make sense that like they could link up again. Like, hey, remember me from season seven, <laughs> which is um, again, I don't think it is her, but that could be more um, like how to justify her being in that role. I did right. want to bring I forgot to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I think at this time, too, she's probably also still hiding out. She wouldn't. Yeah, she I doesn't even be. get into the rebellion until way later on. So. <laughs> You know, it's I doubt it's Rex or Ahsoka. But at the same time, we know Rex is in the show. Um, but, you know, I don't think that that's connected to this this at all. Um, I think that's a, a completely separate, separate thing. Uh, next up, like you were saying, the um, their droid R7. This is a, a weird thing. R7 is Ahsoka's droid. We know that. Two, mm-hmm. we know that R7 died. Uh, he, we could see in the last episode of the Clone Wars, his all of his body parts are just sitting there, like with the head on top and the legs leaning on the body <sighs> under, under their Y wing. Yeah. Um, and then, so I'm I'm confused. Before we even get into the color thing, yeah. How how did they just? Okay, I know we need to get on the run because the Empire is looking around for for Jedi and and we gotta we gotta hide out and we gotta go. But let's just take some time to repair this droid, and then I'll send it to those two random girls that I met on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like where to where, wh- how that even would happen. I guess maybe ah- Ahsoka took the parts with her and repaired them in her free time, and maybe just had it sent there through like a third party or something, paid somebody to ship it to them or something like that. <laughs> um, but like, I there's no way it's not. Because it's the colors are exactly the same, the name is yeah. the same, and and they already they Trace and Rafa already have a connection to Ahsoka, um, so that on itself I think is cool because you get to think about like oh maybe Ahsoka like we were saying like she repaired her prepared him and then sent him off to as like a thank you for being there for me or some sort of you know thanks for being my friend type thing, um, but then we see him once, and then we see him again <laughs> at the end of the episode. And and he's a different color. He, Completely different colors. It was like orange and gray instead of the red, green, and uh, white. Very weird. So, very weird. Like, A, there's two droids, which <laughs> doesn't make any sense. B, mm-hmm. uh, they got it wrong the first time, and this is a new droid named R7. Or C, they got it wrong the second time, and they just had the wrong colors on there. Um I that was the bit we were both like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not the same. That's <laughs> like, not the same droid. Yeah. Yeah. Was this just- is kinda a bit of concern for me. I don't want to chalk it up as a continuity error, but that's very much what it looks like. Um yeah. the droid switching colors in like itself, like come on, that like I know Disney like they've made mistakes before. Shout out Gene Guy. Um, guy, this yeah. is something. This is something that they can also go and fix. Just a color swap wouldn't be too hard. If it is yeah. an issue, like if that is just a straight up mistake, um. But even if they like reconcile that part, what you were saying about why do Trace and Rafa have Ahsoka's dead droid? Like, why on earth? My mind says maybe Ahsoka and Rex like hide at their house. Like, maybe they seek shelter there because maybe Soka has nowhere to go. She's like, oh, I know yeah. these guys. Maybe? 
But then you're telling me Ahsoka spends the time to repair, and then she's like, yeah, you can have it. I'm just, I don't know. It really, it, it, it reminds me a lot, because I was thinking about this, too. Um, Like, how did Maz Kanata get Luke Skywalker's yeah, right. lightsaber? Like, kind of, like, this is kind of just a thing where, oh, people will recognize this droid. Let's throw it here. Like, oh, people will like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Let's give it to Maz. Like, okay. Like, I'll just say, okay, I'll have to really spend my disbelief for this. Um, I'm really yeah. interested. I don't, like, we might not hear anything about this droid ever again. Because it, really, it's very insignificant. <laughs> and yeah. the fact that there are this many problems they might not get resolved, especially because, yeah. like, I didn't think about all the background issues, but, like, me and you both were like, yo, that is straight up not the same droid. <laughs> that is not the same. And I'm sure, like, even a casual fan who has no idea who R7 is, has no idea who Bail Organa is, or anything about that, even Tracer Rafa, they would still tell that droid was different colors. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. straight up, that is, that's, like, probably a low point for me, like, like, do better almost. I yeah, hope they explain yeah. it all the way. I hope I but I was honestly pretty disappointed. Yeah. I, I agree that it's like really random, kind of doesn't have a, a place and the, the error like that is, is also kind of kind of, you know, bad, I guess, uh for Disney at least. Um uh, I mean I did, they could always fix it, but um I don't think it's that like as like unbelievable. Um, but it still kind of is weird that it's like Ahsoka, mm-hmm. how much free time has she had since then? How much does she know about repairing droids? Did she just dump off the parts and say, here, fix it yourself? Um, <laughs> I think it's just kind of a thing where it's better if it's not answered because then all you're left with is, oh, Ahsoka remembered them and gave them her old Clone Wars droid as a thank you, which is like the nicest way you could think about it. And that's how I'm just yeah. going to think about okay. it. Um, cause she, you know, uh, despite what Pete, the fans feel about that arc, Ahsoka as a character, you know, she, she probably still, you know, she feels connected to Trace and Rafa. She's happy that they were there and she, they helped each other out. Um, and now she has to go hide out where people won't see her for years. Um, so maybe mm. it's just a nice little goodbye. I'm not going to see you probably ever again. Thanks for your help. Here's my droid. Um, remember me by this or something. Uh, and I think it's fine if they left it at that. I don't think we need to. We need. We don't need a uh, Ahsoka droid subplot. Like I'm, that's not. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> that the the best case scenario is that it's just a fun Easter egg. Um, that Ahsoka gave them her droid. Uh, but the color yeah. thing. That's yeah. when it's like, is that even R seven? And now it's people are going to be thinking about that. Um, it could be like Gene's yeah. guy where they go in and change it. Uh, but Jeans guy got really popular and was a big oh, Jean's meme. Guy. Yeah, and it was like a big, it was like this big thing, and they changed it really quickly because they didn't want people seeing that and seeing how unpolished it was or whatever. Um, with yeah. something like this, that's less popular and isn't really a meme. It's more like what? It's it probably won't be changed. Um, mm-hmm. And if it is, it won't be changed this early on. It'll probably be changed yeah. way later. Um, another thing that we. We talked about Sid was only in this episode for a couple minutes at the beginning, but I still think that Sid is really cool. I really enjoy Sid's presence. I love, I like her like sarcasm, uh, and how she she doesn't feel like intimidated by the Bad Batch, uh, and like the scene where she like goes up to him, and she's like you're you, you're doing this, so you're overcompensating, or something. Your arms are too weak, and then bang, 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 
and then hands the bow back. Lesson over. Just really cool. Yeah, I love that too. Um, Transdotion is the species, just like Bosk, um, who are known for like good hunters and um, warriors. We saw that whole arc about Ahsoka oh, yeah. <laughs> um, being hunted by underrated them. But, arc, by the way. Oh yeah, I like that one. Um, but yeah, just her coming out. I I guess she like I want to say she dunked on the Bad Batch. She kind of <laughs> just dunked on Mega, which isn't like okay. She is a ch- chill out, but. Like three bullseyes in a row, that's respectable for anyone. Yeah. I'd be hard, like, you'd be hard pressed to find anyone else who could do that. Um, it was really weak. cool. Like, it, you suck. It showed, yeah, it showcased her skill. And, and now you can kind of see how she would come into a position of power where she, you know, can influence groups like the Bad Batch to go do bounties for her. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like, you could kind of tell just in that tiny little bit, of, like, of world building, like, oh, you know, Sid's for real. Like, <laughs> She knows what's up. Like I really like little details like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I hope we don't. I hope this isn't the last we see of her because uh, it'll be good to know that this show is also capable of having new characters other than than old yes. characters to carry it. Um, yes. But you were saying about how they need to do bounties to stay safe or whatever. I think this is interesting because they're kind of like they got they're. They got nowhere to go right now. They have they essentially have mm-hmm. to keep working for Sid so that Sid protects them. Um, I wonder how much longer this is gonna go. Cause I, I hope we don't get like, okay guys, got a new bounty for you today, and that's the episode. And then next episode, <laughs> okay guys, I got a new bounty for you today. And then they go. Um because I hope we eventually get away from that. But that brings up the question like what happens when they leave? What happens to Sid? What happens to like this protection is she just like close like what is she what does she offer in protection anyway like is it just that people mm-hmm. don't know where she is and where she lives so you know them them using her bar as like a, a a base or a hideout on this planet like some sort of like or Mattel's we know it's like a seedy place that they've said before um yeah so what what happens once they don't want this protection anymore quote or they just don't want to do bounties anymore. Yeah, I could also see like, not just all right, bye, Sid, we're leaving. I could also see no, they butt heads. Like Sid says, "Oh, go to this place, I don't know, and kill innocent people," and they're like, "Absolutely not, we're not doing that." And then Sid's like, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll bring Fennec here right now. I mean, I'll bring the Empire." And then they have a yeah. falling out. Like they almost have to run away from Sid. I could also up. see that. Um, yeah, <laughs> the band's breaking up. Um, but yeah, it is cool because, like you said, I do not like Sid's awesome. Like I'm like we've only had a little bit of her, but I like everything we've seen of her. Um, but I don't want to be on her bar for any longer. Maybe another episode, maybe two pushing it, but a, a bounty a week is is not my cup of tea, especially not for the Bad Batch. Um, we'll get into predictions later and what we want to see, but yeah, I like. Let's get moving. Let's do some stuff. You yeah. know, um, I doubt. I don't think they'll be there forever because uh, I feel like yeah. maybe we'll have one. Well, it'll have to be at least one more because we would need to see the end of this partnership. Um, we would yep. need to see them leave and like good good luck or you know whatever. Uh, but while she's here, I I enjoyed Sid, um, and um, hopefully they'll they'll uh, they won't they won't. Uh, make it so that the entire show is just let's see what Sid wants us to do today. <laughs> yeah. Um so the the decommissioning facility is on Corellia, 
which is interesting. We know Corellian Starfighters. Uh, also, yes. Solo, Han Solo, and uh, Kira are there. They live. Did they live there, or were they just moved there? I don't know. But I think they lived there at the beginning of Solo. Um, which yeah. is also pretty cool. Um, stuff like that, I don't mind as much, like returning planets, because it's you know there's a lot of planets that have notoriety or are are very popular compared to other planets, and we still get new, we still do get new planets and new moons and stuff. Um, but you know, just have bringing tying it to get tying this to the rest of the universe, but but in a subtle way, not just like hey, remember this, remember yeah. this, remember that. Corelli, it's like a little name. <laughs> the the planet that the facility is on really doesn't matter. Um, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's just a fun little name drop. Stuff like that, I think, is is except is better than you know this. Oh, this person's gonna be here. We're gonna have this, and we're gonna have this, and we're gonna have you know. Uh, but that's pretty cool. Um, there's a certain Corellian starfighter that's uh, pretty pretty popular. I'm not sure if you've heard. Pretty of it. Uh, notable. I believe it's the aluminum falcon. Aluminium yes. falcon. Hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Millennium Pigeon? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the Millennium Falcon. Right at this portion of the video, we started going into a rant about our thoughts on all the returning, recurring characters uh, that we've seen so far in the Bad Batch. And um, as I was listening, as I'm editing, I realized it's well over 10 minutes, so I decided to make that its own separate video, um, which will be going up around the same time that the full review goes up. So that's, that's all we talked about from between the last clip and the next clip, uh, and I felt that it deserved its own video. Uh, that'll be linked down below if you want to go check that out. On to, on to something positive. Please. Yes. The action in this episode is killer. Ooh. I loved this episode's action. Um, it wasn't, you know, just simple like pew pew, I'll get behind cover, oh cool, <laughs> kick, you know, but like it was legitimately like well, like choreographed and like, not that it was like like a, like a samurai sword fight or something, but like just Ish. how it flowed was really cool. We had the moments with um, with uh, Rafa and Hunter where they're having, they're talking. He's like, "What do you want to thank you?" And then and then she shoots right at him and he dodges it and it hits a droid. And then he shoots right at her. She dodges it, hits a droid. And then they like go back to back behind the railings and they're shooting at droids. Um, the whole scene with the conveyor belt and their uh, Omega and and Trace fighting for the the tactical droid head. That whole scene with her falling in. When when they showed the the below shot from inside and her legs are like flailing and the junk uh-huh. is like hitting her and falling in, that scene specifically, I was like, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> um, swinging the droid leg up, Hunter swings down, shoots the droids to save her. All the action, it had a purpose, you know, like it wasn't just action because like Hunter needed to get over there quick, you know. Wrecker jumping down, landing on the droids was because he was all the way up at the at the control panel and he was knocked out the whole time. Um, like the whole bringing back the battle droids part um it was one other thing i was going to talk about or one other scene specifically but i just like act the action in this one this felt like an actiony episode like you're going to have you have those big action episodes and then you have the slower episodes this felt like a really good action episode yeah i agree 100% um the two scenes i wanted to bring up um you brought it up hunter and rafa awesome the other one when wrecker finally snaps out of it and he jumps down and he kind of has his moment, like he lands on a droid. He's he's just he takes out like five, six of them. That mm-hmm. was another one that was just wow, that's cool. Um, and then the conveyor belts. I said in the episode a lot of remind me of episode two. And yeah. when you can remind me of prequel action, prequel action to me is the, honestly best Star Wars action. I love the lightsabers fights from them. Um, so when you can emulate that to the point where I recognize like 
not just because it's conveyor belts, but just because, oh, wait, yeah, I recognize this. This is cool. I like that. I like when you can do that because it's Star Wars. Like, if I can remind myself of Star Wars yeah. within Star Wars, that's how you know you did it well. Yeah. The other thing I was I was thinking of that I forgot was um when when Omega calls out to Hunter because she needs help. He like okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pull down all of these supports and swing yeah. over there. The scene where yeah. he knocks down the supports and the whole thing, like all the scaffolding, the railing just comes crumbling down. Then they spend like a good like three seconds dedicated to the camera watching like the the chunks and pieces of the of the like the inner workings of the building just falling down. And like the thuds and the sound effects from when it hits the ground and just that shot of the all the rubble just slamming onto the ground. I just think stuff like that is just really, really interesting to see. More than just like shoot, shoot, ah, bang. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like when it has when it has like flow and it has kind of like purpose. Now I'm not this has been like some I'm not saying there's like a it this is a masterpiece of television, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just cool. Um because yeah, I, I like feel like this one. is probably the best action we've had since I guess episode one was there even like there was the fight scene at the end there, but for yeah. the most part, episode one wasn't really action heavy. But uh, it's probably some of the best action that we've gotten in the show so far. Yeah, I agree, and a lot of it stems from um, the emotion around it. Like again, Omega being in distress, um, just seeing the Bad Batch work, seeing the battle droids come back. Like when you have like I guess again emotion behind the actions, and like oh, Hunter needs to bring down the rafters because he has to save Omega. Not just because it's cool, like it's yeah. like you're saying, it serves a purpose, um, and it, it makes sense to the audience. I think that makes it, it pushes it, you know, even further. So yeah, yeah it was like top notch. <laughs> yeah, I I still do want to have like slower paced character piece kind of episodes, mm. um, but this is also this is the this is the opposite side of that, and I'm, I'm totally fine with episodes like this because you can't all just have like like soap opera episodes every single week. You gotta have some, you know, it's Star Wars. You gotta have some fights in there. Yeah. Um, gotta have some wars in the stars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do want to get a, a mix of episodes like that. Um, also, fun to see, real quick here, fun to see the B1s and B2s, Battle Droids coming back. Um, did we win? <laughs> um, <laughs> that was like awesome. Like you said, the, the little bit with Echo where he's got like PTSD. He's like, oh, it's a droid. Oh, wait, no, we're good. Yeah, um, yep. That's really that cool. That was cool. Um, but yeah, just ended it on a good note. Good action, really enjoyable episode. Yeah. Uh, anything else here before we make our predictions? Just in general, like I'm happy, with kind of the way Bad Batch is going. It's still a very good episode. Um, and I think the fact that I want more is because I know there can be more. Like I know the potential is there. Yeah. Um, which speaks to a lot. Like I, I'm calling for more, even though this is a good episode. So. It's really cool. I, like, I just want to make sure I'm sure Evan feels the same way where we enjoy watching these episodes. It's not like I'm sitting there like, oh, they brought Trace and Ruffin back. Oh, that sucks. It. Why am I watching it? <laughs> but no, it's very good. Yeah. I like the battle joys and everything. But yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I guess prediction time. We already said we both think that that hologram is Bail Organa. Um, yeah. I think we might get a little bit of the Rebellion-esque thing moving forward. Not necessarily with Trace and Rafa, um, but but like just as something that's happening in the universe that happens around the bad batch that they're experiencing. Like they're seeing, you know, like mm -hmm. this new like pseudo rebellion starting. Um, or they could just be left at that note, which is, I mean, I guess it's fine mm -hmm. um, because I, we, we all know the story. We all know about the rebellion. That's like the one part of Star Wars that everybody knows. Um, it's like all the OT stuff. 
Um, so I guess, you know, if they leave it at that, okay. Um, but I, I wouldn't understand them having that, that fake out at the end with a hologram just for them to never reveal it. Um, yeah. But next episode, I'm predicting we get a slower episode, sort of like um, episode two, I guess, and uh, and three, because we got we just got this big action episode. Uh, I don't know that they'll do two of those in a row. I feel like they'll they'll maybe slow it down a little bit. Um, I don't want to say, you know, what I think the story will be, because I, I really don't know. Um, mm. I don't know if. This is like, the, oh, is this the Rex episode? I'm not just going to every week, this is the Rex episode. This is the Rex <laughs> yeah, episode. right. Um, I think we'll definitely see Sid. This might be the last time, you know. Uh, maybe maybe that whole story is wrapping up with Sid. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see where we go from here. How about yourself? Yeah. Um, I also think it's kind of hard to predict. Um, like, what could happen? Because honestly, anything could happen. Um, I think I like we're going to need to go back to Sid. Um, and something will happen with that, but I guess kind of, kind of like this is kind of prediction, kind of what I want to happen, kind of what I would make the next episode. But I think Bad Batch, uh, the group, takes almost like the B side story, and we focus heavily on Crosshair, that's on the big. Kaminoans, on the yes. Empire. Um, that's I'm kind of biased in predicting that because that is exactly what I want. <laughs> but I want them to flesh out. Yeah, I want them to not a lot of action. Like keep it slow paced. See more dialogue between Hunter and the human. Or I'm excuse me, Crosshair and the human. Um, see Tarkin again. See the Kaminoan storyline. Storyline build back up. Um, I they're going after. They're the ones who employed Fennec. It's kind of implied. Yeah, that's what we're maybe see them here. talking. Yep. Um, I think that'd be awesome. And then have the Bad Batch. I don't know. Go buy fruit in the market or something like. Yeah, they completely. <laughs> a silly little storyline. Story three episodes. Yeah. Are just like I don't want to play with you anymore. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, right. That was but yeah. Like that was one of the more interesting parts about the pilot of about the first yeah. episode. That whole empire, yeah. you know, meddling in here. Um, it is the bad batch though, and you know they still have to be there, obviously, and we want them to be there. Um, but yeah. you know they haven't even like not even like a little scene like that little conversation the Kaminoans had. <sighs> None of that seen. in like three yep. episodes. Yep. Um, so I hope we, we can get back to that a little bit. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's all I got. You got anything else here? Yeah, that's all I got. All um, right. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks for listening this far. If you did, uh, check out the reaction to this episode uh, where you can see our live thoughts about everything that happened in that episode. Check out the other reviews for the other episodes and the reactions if you want to see those. Um yeah, thank you for watching slash listening if you're on Spotify. Um, yes. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Fare thee well. Travelers. Or the May be force you. May the June the 8th be with you. June 8th. <laughs> My t- good sir. Use the 4th. Huh? Ah, that's a good one. <laughs>